Chapter 20 of Letters of a Woman Homesteader. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Letters of a Woman Homesteader by Eleanor Pruitt Stewart. Chapter 20 The Joys of Homesteading. January 23, 1913. Dear Mrs. Coney, I am afraid all my friends think I am very forgetful and that you think I am ungrateful as well, but I am going to plead not guilty. Right after Christmas, Mr. Stewart came down with La Grippe and was so miserable that it kept me busy trying to relieve him. Out here, where we can get no physician, we have to dope ourselves, so that I had to be housekeeper, nurse, doctor, and general overseer. That explains my long silence. And now I want to thank you for your kind thought in prolonging our Christmas. The magazines were much appreciated. They relieved some weary night watches, and the box did Jerrine more good than the medicine I was having to give her for La Grippe. She was content to stay in bed and enjoy the contents of her box. When I read of the hard times among the Denver poor, I feel like urging them every one to get out and file on land. I am very enthusiastic about women homesteading. It really requires less strength and labor to raise plenty to satisfy a large family than it does to go out to wash. With the added satisfaction of knowing that their job will not be lost to them if they care to keep it. Even if improving the place does go slowly, it is that much done to stay done. Whatever is raised is the homesteader's own, and there is no house rent to pay. This year, Jerrine cut and dropped enough potatoes to raise a ton of fine potatoes. She wanted to try, so we let her, and you will remember that she is but six years old. We had a man to break the ground and cover the potatoes for her, and the man irrigated them once. That was all that was done until digging time, when they were plowed out and Jerrine picked them up. Any woman strong enough to go out by the day could have done every bit of the work and put in two or three times that much, and it would have been so much more pleasant than to work so hard in the city and then be on starvation rations in the winter. To me, homesteading is the solution of all poverty's problems, but I realize that temperament has much to do with success in any undertaking and persons afraid of coyotes and work and loneliness had better let ranching alone. At the same time, any woman who can stand her own company can see the beauty of the sunset, loves growing things, and is willing to put in as much time at careful labor as she does over the wash tub, will certainly succeed. Will have independence, plenty to eat all the time, and a home of her own in the end. Experimenting need cost the homesteader no more than the work, because by applying to the Department of Agriculture at Washington, he can get enough of any seed and as many kinds as he wants to make a thorough trial, and it doesn't even cost postage. Also, one can always get bulletins from there and from the experiment station of one's own state concerning any problem or as many problems as may come up. I would not for anything allow Mr. Stewart to do anything toward improving my place, for I want the fun and the experience myself, and I want to be able to speak from experience when I tell others what they can do. Theories are very beautiful, 
but facts are what must be had and what i intend to give some time here i am boring you to death with things that cannot interest you you'd think i wanted you to homestead wouldn't you but i am only thinking of the troops of tired worried women sometimes even cold and hungry scared to death of losing their places to work who could have plenty to eat who could have good fires by gathering the wood and comfortable homes of their own if they but had the courage and determination to get them i must stop right now before you get so tired you will not answer with much love to you from jerrine and myself i am yours affectionately eleanor rupert stewart end of chapter twenty